Yo, what's good, fellas? And this week's episode of the podcast is brought to you guys by Skillshare. Skillshare is a one-of-a-kind learning community where you guys can learn all type of amazing skills, whether it's creative, whether it's design, whether it's entrepreneurial, and so much more. Guys, you know here at The Roommates, we're always giving you tools to level up and become the best version of yourself, and that's why I love our partner at Skillshare. Some of you guys are hitting me up saying, you know, I want to learn more skills, I want to be more competitive in the job market, you know, I want to find ways to make more money. Guys, you can learn so much on Skillshare. You can learn video editing. You know what I mean? You can learn um, design. You can learn so much. And then Skillshare also has great courses about finding your purpose and so many other things that you guys are interested in. And the best thing is, guys, is two weeks for free, guys. Two weeks for free. Go to Skillshare.com slash the roommates. One more time at Skillshare.com slash roommates. Go on Skillshare, learn some more skills, level up, improve yourself. And then afterwards, membership is only $10 a month. You guys will thank me later. Thank you guys so much. Skillshare.com slash roommates. And let's check out this week's episode. This week on the Roommates Podcast. How many guys are cannot live without women? Dude, I remember I was talking to this one guy who literally left his left his wife, not left him, they were supposedly, you know, separating, and got with another girl. Then this other girl left him, and he went back to his wife. Holy crap. And he was like, and I said, you got to be alone. He said, I've never been alone. Mm. I don't know. I don't, I don't think I can do it. I'm like, dude, you're 40 years old. Yeah. What do you mean you can't do it? But you, you learn that so many guys have unfortunately wrapped their identity around women where they literally cannot live without them. Like there's people right now, if you pay them $100,000 to not talk to a girl for a month, they couldn't do it. Yeah. That is sad, bro. Yeah, no. Yo, what's good, everybody? This is Afiz. Chris is star of the show, baby. Yes, yes, yes. What up, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, I'm exhausted again. Super Always. tired. Gosh, you got to get some sleep, man. I'm trying. Cussing these guys out. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Y'all can be a fly on the wall when Fees <laughs> talk to these guys, man. Lord, pray for them, though. You got to get better. You got to get better. Yeah. And like I said, I, I, I always try to tell the guy, I hope they don't think I'm trying to be rude, but this is like... If you had a dad, your dad would be talking to you this way. It's tough love. Yeah. It's tough love. I mean, yo, you were like my dad, just minds the cuss words. <laughs> and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my dad. You know, that's why I'm here today. So, hey, people got they got the way they talking to things. You, you got they just have to understand that your heart's in the right place. Even though it may not sound like <laughs> your heart's in the right place. Yeah, man. man. I gotta <laughs> Yeah, because it's like I give you the friendly stuff. To me, to me, I only get mad when you're not, when you're trying to go back and forth with me. That's when I started getting upset. Because to me, it's like my time is valuable. And I know all these, you know, Tatiana say that when it's not. But my, my time is actually valuable because there's thousands of people that want my help. And I am doing this for free. I usually, you know, charge my 150 for a 30-minute session. I'm doing it for free because I want to help these guys out. My time is valuable. A lot of people I have to say no to for you to have time. So when you have a 30-minute slot period and we're doing a one-on-one... 
I expect you to have watched the, the manhood course. I expect you to have watched the healing, the identity course. Mm-hmm. So now when you ask me questions, we just boom, 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 and touching up on a few things that you need help on. But when people don't, I always get mad when people don't watch the courses. Well, you need to have like a questionnaire. Like before you schedule something, you need to watch this stuff. Exactly. And, and, and I try to do that sometime. I'll be honest with you, this week I'm going to take responsibility because I didn't send that message out. I did it in previous weeks. And so what happens is they ask me questions from the video series. Yeah, it's all there. It's already answered for you. That the time I can be a time I'm using to explain it to you, I could be using it to help somebody else who's already trying to get better. Yeah, the tool is here. Use it, and then when you have follow up questions, that's when you can ask. Exactly. Me. And then the second thing that makes me upset—I don't know how we got here—is <laughs> <laughs> that when people think I'm their mom and they want to go back and forth with me. You're calling me because you need some kind of advice. You need some kind of wisdom. So what you should do, and these are the guys I love the most, are the guys who call and they have questions and they're writing stuff down. Yeah. All they do is ask questions, write stuff down. What do I do? Hafiz, what do I do? And they write stuff down. The guys who want to go back and forth with my advice, that's when I'm starting to get mad. Yeah. I'm not here to go back and forth with you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that vein popped out of your neck right now. Just calm down, brother. Just calm down. <laughs> I'm not here to go back and forth. You know what I mean? So I'm going back and forth, and I'm like, why am I, why am I stressing myself out to help you in your life? Only time they should talk if you ask. All right, okay, explain this. <laughs> now you get to talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and then and then it goes back to our, what we're going to talk about today. And the third time I asked when people want to tell me stories, I am not your therapist. Betterhelp.com slash roommates. There's therapy available for there. I'm not a therapist. I'm not here to hear about your problems. I'm here to give you masculine advice, which is solution oriented. So when dudes want to tell me and want to whine about their lives and all that stuff, I'm not this one. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Yeah. I can't. You couldn't pay me money to yeah. hear about your problems. Yeah. I'm here to give you solutions. Yeah. So when dudes want to spend all their life whining and tell me why, why they're, the, why out of everyone in this world they have the most problems, and this is why my way, this is why my life is the way that it is. I don't got time for that, bro. All right, please. Okay. All right. Who are you, brothers? Jesus. But no, 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 man. Some, they got to hear solutions yeah. is definitely key. So they have to. Especially they come for you. Listen, if you come for fees, all right? <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of energy you're going to get. Yeah. You better come correct. And it, it helps if you actually do the work. So yeah. that's that's the thing. They they want to give you excuses or a story about how they got there so yeah. you get the full picture, yada, yada, yada. Nah, 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 nah. Do the courses. Yeah. And then ask questions to fees. That's yeah. It. And my thing, like I said, it's just there's so many amazing guys that are so teachable. And the teachable ones, I can knock them out in 10, 15 minutes. You know what I mean? So to me, the more I can get the teachable guys, the more I can help in mass. The difficult guys, I have to spend an hour on what I spend with a teachable guy in 10 minutes. Yeah, because, you know, the teachable guy got, you know, freaking discipline. They have, you know, they understand what they got to do to put the work in. Yeah. They're just trying to fine-tune some things. Well, you have some guys that just don't know. They just have a whole bunch of problems that don't have, you yeah. know, a purpose or a way they going, how they get there. They looking for you to be, you know, God or whatever and give them the answer. Then you should be humble mm. and shut your mouth <laughs> and listen. That's what I'm saying. If you, if you, if you're like you say, if you're in rock bottom and you really need someone's help, you shouldn't be the, you shouldn't be debating with me with my strategies. Yeah. You should be like, okay, tell me, teach me. Yeah. You know, if I'm gonna be Coach Carter, I need you to be coachable. 
Or you get kicked off the team. Exactly. <laughs> Some people got kicked off the team. <laughs> now they want to come back. Nope. 3,000 push-ups, 3,000 naps, what he had to do. <laughs> He's going to make you read 3,000 books, goddammit. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. But, you know. Men, bro, they, I mean, you understand, bro. It's a lot of things that I realized that, you know, Especially even being my age. I'm still relatively young, I guess. Yes, you are. Thank you, Vita. I feel like I'm young, too. I feel like I'm a kid, too. 100%. So it's like, we have done a lot. We have had a lot of discussions together. You know, you helped me a lot. I helped you. Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) You helped me. So it's like a lot of things that we have discussed. A lot of men don't have that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the rooms we've been, been in, the conversations we've been having, it's like, Fam, like nobody, they never come across a hot feast in their life. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that's in their similar age that has, you know, the solutions. And they're used to being probably coddled and told what to do or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's just, man, it's a lot of men out there like that. And that's why they kind of, you know, come to, to us for help and stuff. So it's it's something that we have to understand. Of course. Now, now everybody's going to be <laughs> teachable feast. You're going to get some, you know what I mean? You're yeah. Get some and, time. and those are the ones I can't teach. For my own mental health, yeah. I can't help you. So if you're not coachable, if you're not teachable, don't don't Cause even they try. Because what happens is then they want another one. Yeah. And 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 it's like, dude, if you would have like, I'm not trying to pick on this dude, but we went back, we went back and forth for 30 minutes. I heard. <laughs> then at the end of it, he wants solution. I'm like, your time is up. I got like we. I have eight of these in a row. Yeah. Your time is up. Well, can I book another one? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna go through this again. It's not about money. It's about my own health. Yeah. My own sanity. Yeah. You saw me this weekend. I'm like a zombie. Yeah, you was a zombie the whole weekend. Think about I'm a zombie because I'm trying to help somebody yeah. who wants to take my advice and flush it down the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to working with people, man. Working with people ain't, ain't the easiest Listen, thing. Listen, man. I stopped teaching kids for a reason. Well, there you go. I mean, shoot. You got to figure out, like, how can you avoid the kids? Maybe it is increasing the rates. <laughs> I bet they'll shut their ass up. <laughs> they pay $500 an hour. I bet, I bet there ain't no talking there. I'm not saying nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. You know, sometimes you give out, if you have a product and you give it away for free, you know, it's, it's like it's like yeah. a flyer. You give it this, like, I'm not going to come to this party because because you gave me a flyer. Yeah. Like, I have to see the benefits, the effects of it. Obviously, if you charge, you know, yeah. they're expecting the service. So I think yeah. you might have to just charge a little bit more fees. No, definitely, man. Definitely. It's definitely going to happen. Like I said, but That's right how now, you know people are serious. Oh, yeah. People that's uh, Investing in themselves and all that stuff. Yeah, because like you said, I, I did this the past couple months. I did it for, you know, because I want people to get better. But eventually, guys, it gets to a point where it's like, you guys are now wearing me down. No, you sorry. are. No, you're worn down. <laughs> it ain't wearing. No, you are worn down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely got to go back to the the original prices. I'm um, starting next week. No, you have to. Yeah. You have to. There's no way you can sustain like that. And because yeah, you you probably had like five conversations with me in four days. <laughs> yeah. You just so tired, you know. Yeah. So I think it's just you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. And the people that you want that want help that you truly know you can impact, yeah. well, they will invest and you will feel a lot better. I know. Uh, on, a, on a separate note, I, just, I saw this tweet. Oh, uh, Jesus. It's, it was funny, but um, I think it's, I don't know, like I said, I rarely see comments and messages, but whenever I see one, I uh, I just find it interesting. Okay. And I think it's something to, to talk about, okay, <laughs> about this week's episode. <laughs> I don't know what you got From a woman. <laughs> I don't know what he has in store. This episode truly sucks. <laughs> Wait, from which episode this was? This, I'm oh, sorry. Uh, 
So I guess when this comes out, it'll be the week before. Oh, okay. Last week's episode. <laughs> I got you, I got you. Truly sucks. Why didn't they bring the woman on the podcast? Because it's my goddamn podcast. That's why. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be moving. <laughs> why didn't they bring this woman on the podcast to talk to her instead of making negative assumptions about her life? That's it? That's the tweet? Yeah. I don't even want to see it. Do I know this person? I wish I knew this person. Uh, <laughs> that emoji is hilarious. But I mean, you knew we knew this was coming. Yeah. What was your first thoughts when you when you saw this? First, first thought. <laughs> I do it. It's so funny when you know you can make Hafiz laugh. How to make him laugh? Because I know exactly how his brain works. I know that's probably the first thing. You I'm not gonna lie. I didn't look at. I didn't look oh, at that. Okay. Oh, you're getting better. <laughs> I didn't I'm... look at it. I just saw that tweet. Thought it was funny. I was like, let me let me ask Chris. What did you think? Um, now that you bring that up, <laughs> now that got added into everything. It's kind of like, oh man, I'm crying. This is Ooh. a man's space. Yes. This is what we men do. The roommates is for men. Yes. It's to help men become the best version of themselves, physically, mostly, spiritually, financially. Amen. With a bunch of laughs along the way. That's what we do. We have, at times, locker room talk. Yep. <laughs> worse on Patreon. <laughs> Way worse on Patreon. Way worse on Patreon. And this is how we get down. This is how we are. Yep. We're not choir boys. You know, we're not mama's boys. We are who we are. My thing with women is that, and I hate, and I need to stop doing this. I oh, we always put too much emphasis on the bad girls instead of too, enough on the good women. There's a lot of good women out there to support. There's a lot of beautiful women, amazing women who understand what this is, and they know that this isn't for them. Yep. But if they like to join, they can sit and participate. Yes. And learn and go on with their day. That's what your job is here. We're not asking you for your opinions. No. <laughs> if I had my way, I would mute all comments. I don't care what you have to say. Yeah. This is our space. So my thought process is women are always trying to come into men's space and tell men what to do. Can't do it. Not happening. I'm not your son. You probably have three kids. I'm not your, one of your three ch children. He doesn't mean that. He doesn't mean that. <laughs> he does not mean that. You all you only got crossed the line. <laughs> You save that for Patreon fees, okay, all okay, right? You okay. God dang it. Okay, I'll save it. Thank you. I'm not a child for you to boss around. A lot of the sad reality is so many men, and, I, and, I, and we're going to talk about it today. So many, I realize so many guys are in subservient positions where women are just used to bossing guys around. Yep. Like this one guy tried to give me unsolicited advice. You never give a man unsolicited advice. If Christopher Jordan Belo's working out at the gym and he's doing tricep pull down wrong, yeah, don't come you me. don't come to Chris and say, here's how you do it. Man code violation. 100%. 100%. You don't give a man unsolicited advice. So we as men know that it's a no-no. Let him do what he does. You don't tell him what to do. But for some reason, women have this audacity to go into a man's life and tell him what to do because a lot of men make women their mothers in relationships so they feel the need to always tell men what to do. Definitely put them on a pedestal. Yep. 
Women do that a lot. Yeah. They do do that a lot. And <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, like I said, we in a very dominant women empowerment culture. Mm-hmm. And anytime, like I said, we knew this was going to happen. You speak out against women. If you, you know, say anything that you don't agree with, they're going to come for you. There are going to be some that will clash out against you. You should have did it this way. Why you ain't do it this way? Why you ain't talk to it? Why you doing this? It's like, listen, this exactly what men think. And it's it's crazy because it's like, fam, I don't, when we put out the episode, it's nothing, you know, especially on a man's point of view of things that we didn't say that was true. You know, like, if you are known to be free, sexual experiment, and everybody knows that most high value men are not going to date you or marry you because it will affect their brand. Point blank, period. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to be associated with you. So if 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 I'm not about to go find a woman that started a OnlyFans page and talk to her and tell her why and mm-hmm. how you feel about it, it's like no, it's like this is what men's point of view. Women do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like we have to have a space where we can free, speak our mind mm-hmm. freely, give the best advice that we can give, especially to these women, because we feel like the men that you want to to have in your life, yeah. this is how they're thinking. Yeah. Or if you want a man in your life, this is how he should move. Mm-hmm. This is how he should act. This is how his character should be. This is how his, his his value should be in. Like all these things is what yeah. we feel like we're giving to the world. Yeah. Nothing is out of malice. Nothing is trying to tear down people. Yeah. It's just absolutely what we feel like is the God honest truth. I agree. So I think if like, but pe- most people don't have that mindset. They just see the title. They see what we talked about. This thing is just attack, 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 judgment, judgment, judgment. Which is not the case. Yes. So my advice to you ladies who are like this is on the right hand corner oh, is Jesus. a subscribe button. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> go, go. You see how it's like kind of highlighted like you subscribe to it? Hit the unsubscribe button. <laughs> right? Then go on Instagram. You see where it says following roommates? Hit the unfollow button. Oh my god. Go to the Apple app. Where it says Apple Podcasts, hit unsubscribe. This isn't for you. What you need to understand is when you give me advice, the smart thing is to give me the opposite advice. Because <laughs> when you tell me to do, not to do something, I'm going to do that. You're going to double down. I'm going to double down. <laughs> Don't double down. So the smart thing to do is to give me the opposite. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so for, I'm, I'm, for real, I, I have never... Like even the 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 the, the, the um, Dantiana podcast genre, mm-hmm. I dislike it, but I'm not gonna comment on their stuff. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, you have freedom. To yeah, do what you I want. don't. I don't go on any of the Dantiana podcasts and, and say, "Well, you girl, you girls shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be doing that." No, it's their podcast. They have their perspective. Do, do whatever you want. It's your life. I'm exactly. not gonna associate with it. Exactly. But I'm not gonna go and give my unsolicited advice to you. No. So to me, it's just like if you're a woman. And you want to enter a man's space, you be quiet and you let men be men. If you're a man and you want to enter a woman's space, you be quiet and let women be women. Or like you said, there's plenty of men, you know, YouTube channels, Instagram pages that speak for women. Mm -hmm. 
or speak on the behalf or like or they agree like women will agree with them a lot yeah. and vice versa so you go find those pages mm-hmm. and hear what you want exactly so i mean we're not the page that's going to that listen if you're a woman you're not going to like you know so you might like the overall message but in the things we're going to say some things you know what i mean that you're not going <laughs> to like to hear it is what it is exactly uh, so i think we just have to People just have to understand that and realize that. And especially if you're trying to come and comment and give unsolicited advice or opinions, we don't care. Yeah. It's just point blank period. <laughs> you know, I got killed for makeup is a lie. But I firmly believe that it is a lie. <laughs> Contouring is a lie. I don't care what you got to say. I understand. You know what I mean? I, man, my DMs was crazy that week. Some people really? like, what happened to you if I get abused and this and that? I'm like, Lord, obviously if you put all that stuff on it, that's a whole different argument. I'm yeah. just saying, if you intentionally lie to people about how you look in the face, yeah. that is a lie. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So it's just it, it's just crazy, man. It's you say crazy. some girl wrote you like some long essay. Man. Man. <laughs> and, um, and be honest, was her page no avatar? None. None. What do you look like? <laughs> what do you look like? But I mean, it it, it is what it is, man. Yeah. It comes with we like I said, we've been doing this. This is going on our fourth year. Yeah. We have been through the few and the <laughs> you know, so we we have been through it before and like I said as long as our message is you know still pure and our intentions are always good mm-hmm. you know I know we're doing just fine yes sir and everybody's not gonna agree with you of course they'll be alright you'll be alright <laughs> so what we wanna talk about today is the 10 most important lessons we feel like men need to know lord I think um, like I said Chris and I have been meeting talking engaging with um, coaching mentoring guys for all these years and there's and we've realized, um, especially with that post I posted a couple of, um, last week with that little kid who said, you know, I'm 17 years old, da, 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 I post mm-hmm. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Especially with that post, I realized a lot of guys, they're really looking to us yes. to learn things that their parents never taught them. Yes, 100%. So I felt like this would be a really good episode for those guys to have these 10 important lessons that um, every man should know. That we've learned through our lives. And like I said, this is just our personal opinion, our personal story. This isn't the gospel. This isn't, this isn't you know, thus saith the Lord. This is just simply Hafiz and Chris's personal opinion about life and what every man needs to learn. Amen. So, would you like to go first? Why don't you go first? Uh, I can go first. Cool. I think the biggest thing, probably that's number one, is identity. Okay. <laughs> I think uh, every man needs to really figure out. When they look in the mirror, who they are and they like. So lesson number one is know your identity. 100%. All right, this 100%. Definitely write this down. You have to know your identity. Um, I mean, it's just the backbone of every person, especially if, if you're a man. If you know who you are, know yourself, be self-aware, and realize that, you know, the words that you speak is power. You know, how you view yourself, you know, definitely develops your confidence you know, um, how you present yourself tells everybody what they need to know about you when you walk in a room. So your identity is is very key. If you look at yourself as a failure, as a nobody, as, you know, nobody wants me, nobody loves me, then you're going to project that energy into the world and you're going to think that subconsciously and that's how people are going to view you. And you can't go anywhere. You can't gain confidence. You can't gain, you know, uh, good character, you can gain all these different things if you don't have identity. And something 
that we have to understand that identity obviously you're gonna work on all the time because bad things are gonna happen to you. Sometimes you're gonna relapse. A girl may text you and say, Hey, you hurt me, you're a terrible person. You know, it's on you to really think like you're gonna let her words be power, or you gonna understand that like, hey, people make mistakes, or whatever you did, if you did or didn't do, because you know, some of the women be tripping, they just mm. like <laughs> like throwing stuff out there. Um and realize, like, you know, hey, I know who I am. I know my morals. I know my values. I know where I stand. And that's what I'm going to do and stick into that identity and walk in that daily. So I think that's a huge lesson to have, probably probably the most important one, in my opinion. No, that's good. And and obviously, you know, I've been we've been harping on that one for a long period of time, yep. definitely in regards to the identity course we created on Patreon. Yep. Because, like, it's just interesting... Last names. Ooh. And like, I think sometimes in um, in America, they don't understand what names are. So like a lot of other cultures, they give you your name to give you your identity. Yep. I see that. You know, so like when you look at the Bible, they'll be like, oh, so-and-so's named his son Isaac and Isaac means this. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's like the name gives you the child the identity and I feel like that family name is like the identity of the family. You know, when I figured out that my um, family name, Baoku, means um, as long as we're alive, there's still hope. Dang. You know what I mean? That, that fire last name. It, it really, at that point, because I think I learned what that n- name meant. I was thinking it was maybe like 20, right before I went to Houston. Okay. I learned what my family name meant. And... And that's when I realized that one of my core values of perseverance, that's how we, that's how, it's just who we are. You know, as long as we're alive, there's, there's hope always until we die. Then when we die, then let's talk to God, <laughs> you know, but every single day while we're still alive, there's hope. So I know that we're a hopeful people. You know, I know that my children, my family, we're always going to be hopeful people. And so that that last name having that identity is important for people to know who they are. Because like you said, when you don't have it, you look to other people to give it to you, especially women. Especially women. I know. And, and this is something that I, I just I just be keep on thinking about. How many guys are cannot live without women? Dude, I remember I was talking to this one guy who literally left his left his wife. I left them. They were supposedly, you know, separating and got with another girl. Then this other girl left him and he went back to his wife. Holy crap. And he was like, I said, you got to be alone. He said, I've never been alone. Mm. I don't know. I don't don't think I can do it. I'm like, dude, you're 40 years old. Yeah. What do you mean you can't do it? But you, you learn that so many guys have unfortunately wrapped their identity around women where they literally cannot live without them. Like, there's people right now, if you pay them $100,000 to not talk to a girl for a month, they couldn't do it. Yeah. It's sad, bro. Yeah, no. Nah, they, they seek a lot of things. Approval, appreciation. The women gives men a lot. Think about that. If I said $100,000... You could take my phone right now. <laughs> for you to not to talk to girls for a month, they could not do that. Yeah, no, nah, that's crazy. That's so crazy. They need it. That it's like a drug. Yeah, no, it is a drug. It's not like a drug. It is mm-hmm. just the approval and acceptance from women is a drug yes. that people that you know most men need. That's why porn is so big. That's why OnlyFans is so big. 
That's why, you know, getting that girl's attention, you know, that's why they need it because it validates them. Mm-hmm. So it is a drug, no matter how, I don't know, how severe it is. Like, obviously, porn's the worst, but just because you got likes and you need that to feel good about yourself. Yeah. I mean, shoot. I mean, I learned that in my life. I was like, man, why do I post these pictures? Duh. You know what? I like to see who likes the pictures. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, I mean, I get it. What, what, what happened? No, it's just a bug. It's bug on me? No, from me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, God dang it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I understand and I get it. So, it's definitely a, a drug that men have to get over. Like, mm-hmm. they have to get that over their approval from women, that validation and they have to get it from themselves. They have to see, literally look in the mirror. And if they don't like what they see, change it. Mm-hmm. And understand it's going to put work in. It's going to put time in. So then that's what we kind of urge people to do. And, you know, like I said, we are in that path to walk ourselves to make sure that, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know, we're doing the same thing. So mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, just identity approval from women is, is huge, man. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah, so guys, like I said, we created an identity course on Patreon. Link in the description below. Identity course for you young men. And like I said, it's not even about selling Patreon for us. Go anywhere. Just go go to a, read a book. You know what I mean? Go Google search how to find your identity. You don't got to come to me. I'm not trying to make, we don't care about your your, your little $5. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. offense. But we're we're literally saying, hey, go anywhere to find your identity. We're give, we've given you a path. You don't got to take our, fa- our path. Just at least find it. Yeah, and I'm gonna uh, post something on um on I'm writing it down right now. I'll post something on Patreon that helped me out with my identity. I feel like men could do. Um, so I'm definitely put that together. Yeah. Oh, that's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you looking for something or you? No, have... I, I have something. I'm. Oh, okay, up. cool. That's dope. Um, we want to wait for it. What do you mean? Are you about to pull it up now? No, I was, oh, I was gonna put Patreon. it on Patreon. Okay, cool, great, great, great. Yeah, dang, that's what I got you all. <laughs> Um, my number two for me is take responsibility. Very, very, very important. Man, that is something where I I love football so much. I was thinking the same thing in my head. I love quarterbacks so much. Like the guy, like the guy, he takes hits all day long and just gets up, keeps on trying. Like and and the the part I love the most about quarterbacks is. When the team loses, it's your fault. Mm-hmm. You take all the blame for take it. Take all the blame. You can literally throw the game-winning pass. He drops it. Why did you guys lose? You know, I just... Um, could have did this. I could have did, did this. I could have did this better, man. I should have put us in a better position. We shouldn't have been in that position. It's always... You're, you have, you're in a perpetual state of responsibility taking. I love that. And I realize that a lot of men do not have that skill. Mm-hmm. And, and and to me, and like when I, if I ever do it, please always call me out on it because it's so disgusting. And, and obviously, I'm not perfect, so I, I can do it as well. But a lot of guys don't look in the mirror and they don't say, this is my fault. Because I always tell men, you taking responsibility is so liberating because if it was my fault that I got here, it is going to be my fault when I get out of here. When a quarterback loses, it's his fault. But when he wins, it's also his fault. Mm-hmm. And so the beauty of life is that I got myself into this ditch. Yes. I can get myself out of this ditch. Yes. But here's the problem. When it's Chris got me into this ditch, I can't get out because Chris messed me up. When it's mom got me into this ditch, I can't get out because mom messed me up. When it's society put me in this ditch, I can't get out. Society is against me. 
So when you when you blame other people for your problems, you end up being such a prisoner of everybody else. Why are you so sad? Well, the reason I'm so sad because because of my girl. She's this. She's that. She's this. It's always someone else's pro- fault. And so to me, the liberation of a man is when it's your responsibility. Because it gives you so much freedom that guess what? I am the captain of my fate outside of God, of course. I am the, I'm the master of this ship. So guess what? I can steer this into destruction or into happiness. I get to choose. And that, my friends, is truly liberating. 100%, man. That's why I think sports are so freaking important. Or some kind of team-based activity where you have to rely, where you have to uh, task that you have to perform to make sure the job is done. You know, like obviously the quarterback takes the most responsibility as at, at, on a football team or any team, hands down. But shoot, if you're a lineman and you don't get your block, you're the reason why the sort quarterback got sacked. Mm-hmm. So you have to. It, sports are so so good because it teaches so much responsibility and so much discipline, but. A lot of men don't have that, and, yeah. I, and I think it's a lot of. Uh, I think it's just sad to really to see because it's so easy to blame everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be like, "Well, this person is six eight, three hundred pounds. That's why he can block. But I'm five ten, two fifty. That's why I can't block somebody." Mm-hmm. It's so easy to point the the finger and really just not take responsibility. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I I. And I feel like, including me, including Fees, the whole roommates team, we probably respect men the most when they understand that, you know, you don't have all the answers. You don't have it all together. And you have tried before and you failed in different ways. But you understand you take responsibility and you always willing willing Mm -hmm. to get up and try again. Mm -hmm. And I think that is where men, step one, don't take responsibility. And if they do... They don't get up continuously and try again. Mm-hmm. It's always a way to get around. That's one thing that I appreciate just even in my household where it's like, all right, what is something that you could have did to avoid a situation altogether? It took me a long time to really just get over it. Like, man, fam, my phone got stolen. Why are you mad at me? <laughs> you know, somebody came and took something out of my life. Why are you upset with me? Mm-hmm. And but it's and then I realized as going older, it's like, all right, well, first of all, you probably should have left your phone in the car. Or you probably should have put it in the backpack. You probably you could have did this, you could have did that. And it's like, you know what? I understood what my dad was trying to tell me. Mm-hmm. Teach me responsibility. Mm-hmm. Teach me something where it's like, hey, I understand that things don't go your way, but we have to figure out and assess certain situations where you can make sure you perform at your best rate. So it took me a while to understand that because I'm just like, man, this is this is just, you know, killing me to to really just blame myself mm-hmm. but it's not really just blaming myself it's like what could you have done better to avoid the situation mm-hmm. and i think uh men really have to just assess the situations like i understand like you you weren't fortunate to have both parents at home mm-hmm. you know and it sucks and i i know it hurts and i, and I get it but it's at some point in time where you have to take control of your life and you have to do something drastic you have to make some kind of change you have to make a decision. You have to let her go. You mm-hmm. have to do something to really feel that liberation. Because I know there's a lot of men just walking around, just going through the motions, upset, regretful, and not giving the way, not living the life that they want to live. Mm-hmm. Especially if you put yourself in a situation, hey, you you create this, but listen, you can work your way out of it. 
and proceed. But you have to take responsibility. That's the first step before anything you can move forward and have that plan. So I think fellas really need to learn that. That's a huge key too. Yeah, and one more time. If I was the one who got myself into this ditch, mm. I am also the one who has the ability to get myself out. Exactly. Exactly. That's huge. Number three. Whoo! Number three kind of runs uh, along with identity. Um, I think you got to have the mama mentality. I think What's that? mama mentality is basically whatever you decide to do in your life, you put the work in and you always rely on yourself and you don't rely on faith. So it's something where it's like you always, whatever you're passionate about, whether it's career, whether it's, you know, arts, whether your family, whether your kids, you have to always put the work in to give yourself the best opportunity to perform. And that's including, you know, positive thinking, that's including affirmation and things like that. So to having the mama mentality and why a lot of people respect, you know, Kobe so much is because when it's time to show up in the clutch, it's time to put your team on the back it's time to carry the load. It's time to, you know, take that responsibility. You know, you are prepared for it because you put the work in, you put the hours in, you put the time in. So I think that is very important for men to make sure they have that mentality going forward. So when times, you know, times are going to get rough. Life is going to go throw at you. There's going to be deaths in the family. People are getting laid off. We all been through it. But it's either you're going to sit there and dwell in it or you can put the work in now, prepare yourself. When times do come, you know you can succeed your way through it. So I think mama mentality is, is definitely number three, in my opinion. Okay, I like that. I like that. Number four is an old old one that we've always said, life is a marathon, not a sprint. That's one we always go back to, and it's extremely important. 100%. It just fascinates to me so much how, how many young guys will call me and say, man, I feel like I'm behind. Mm. I feel like I'm old. Yeah. Remember this guy called me and said, I feel so old. I said, how old are you? He said, 26. My age. Yeah. And he felt old. Old. Hmm. I'm like, Mark Driscoll said this, so I don't know how factual it is, but I love everything Mark Driscoll says. <laughs> Mark Driscoll says, biblically speaking, when the Bible says young man, it's talking about men between the ages of 20 to 40. When the Bible talk, says the word man, Talking about people between the ages of 40 to 60. When the Bible says old man is 60 plus. Mm. If you're under the age of 40 right now, you're a young man. I agree. My dad right now was 60 years old. He sees guys in their 40s as young men still. Even though they were generally considered men, you know? Yeah. I, I was like, it's so crazy because my dad is 60. My dad, my parents are 62, bro. You know? And I was like... I wonder how my dad looks at a 35-year-old guy. A boy. Exactly. <laughs> like, boy. like you, you're, you're so young. Yeah, you, like LeBron looks at Tyler Hero. <laughs> you 20? Get out of here. You can't even drink yet. Yeah. Pop champagne for what? You can't drink it? <laughs> and so I thought, so, so I think we have this bad perspective on life. You got to have all everything together before 30. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to me, I think part of it goes back to the, ch the competition that men do. I think one is social. Let's do social media first. Easy 100%. one. Social easy, media. Easy. People are looking at Zion and RJ and Ja and uh, Baby and Lil Baby and these artists and they, and they see them and they're like, dude, these dudes are living it up. These dudes got the women, they got the money, they got the respect. What am I doing with my life? 
Like old girl from Gary, right? Yeah, she was yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I feel like nothing's going on. I, I, I'm comparing myself to Kardashian. You know? And so I feel like what social media has done, it, it put things out of perspective. It's like so many guys need to understand that at 20, you're not, you haven't even gotten started. Gary V was like, at, I, just got, I just got started and I'm 42. Yeah. I just got started. So I, I, I think too many guys think it's a sprint. So when, when things are a sprint, you try to move too fast. And that's when you go for shortcuts. Yep. Drugs. Yep. Scamming. Lying. You know what I mean? Pornography. You do fraud. Qu- fraud. You do all these quick fix things to get you what you want out of life. And then you wonder why you have all these negative results. And not seeing that, okay, you know what? For the next 10 years, I may have no money. You know? Like, I may have no money. And that's okay. Because I'm laying down the foundation. I remember Alex, not Alex. I won't say this guy's name because it wasn't Alex. I remember this YouTuber told me, he said, the first year of being on YouTube I think he said his best month, which was a really good best month from my memory, was like he said my his best month was maybe like two thousand mm. dollars. To me now, to me that's, that's good really month. good. Yeah. Um, and I think and so he was like, I was making no money because I was working like eighty hour weeks on YouTube. I think he said in year six, his worst month was two hundred thousand dollars. You heard. And so <laughs> and so to me, it's like. That's how life usually works, you know? But imagine him being at, at that year one and being like, dude, I suck. I'm not making any money. And just stop. And just stop. Think about November. I'll never forget November 2017, doing the podcast. Oh, my God. What 70 year. views, <laughs> total views of audio listens. For a week. For a whole week. For a whole week. It was 70. 70. I remember that. I remember us being in my apartment, just like. Before that. It was before that? We were living in the house. November 2017? When did Hurricane Harvey happen? I'm tripping. You're right. It was your apartment. What's, it was my yeah, apartment. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no. Because yeah, yeah, Hurricane right. Harvey already came in. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember just literally talking about it, looking at each other. We just staring, staring at the floor, mm-hmm. just like, what the heck, we, what are we going to yeah, do? Yeah. Like, and I remember we just like, you know what? We're going to give it a year. <laughs> if we don't see some kind of change happen, uh, then we'll come back and address it. Yeah. We gave it a year, then Stefan happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, so. And so to me, it's just like too many people don't see the longevity of consistency of all that stuff. Of, 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 of It takes a long time. The book would be crazy. Whenever we decide to write that book, it would be absolutely And insane. so it, it, it's like me and Stefan talk about it. We wish that guys could go into this hyperbolic time chamber where you say from 21 to 31, I'm just putting in the work. If guys, Literally, if guys had the ability and discipline to do that, 21 to 31. The world would be crazy. Oh, my God. Think about it. Just think about all that you could do. Because to me, it just, it, if you, life is, you, you know the gospel stuff. It's about multiplication. 100%. Do 
you can God dang it. Now nah, this fly is going crazy. I'm not even going to you. It's going crazy. I feel like I'm Joe Biden. So you can start off. Let's say you save a hundred dollars a it month. It was pence. It wasn't Biden. Oh yeah. <laughs> you save a hundred dollars a month in year three. Yep. Let's say you worked your way up to that. Then let's say year six, two hundred dollars. Yep. Year um, nine. $400. Year 12, 800. Mm-hmm. Year 16, this is a long time. Yeah. But $1,600 a month. I would argue you're in the 1% of Americans. If you could have the ability to save $1,600 a month. Yeah, no, I think I think it's a stat out there. It was kind of old. That one twenty only 25% of Americans have a savings account. Yes. And then it's like only like 12% have over $1,000. Yes. So you save $1,600 a month, you are in the 1%. Yes. Easily. And that's a 16-year plan. Yeah. The problem is people don't want to hear 16-year plan. No. They want it today. They want 16-minute plan. Exactly. And, that, and that's where they go to World Ventures, Cutco, all this you yeah. know, network marketing. They Forex. Go, yeah, <laughs> Forex trade. They go to all these shortcuts because they want it today. And so, man, 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 life is a marathon, not a sprint. Amen. It's a marathon. Plan for the long game. You got to. Uh, I, think my, I think going alongside of that... I would say, for me, you got to have the cross relationships in your life. Okay. This is one of my uh, my lessons. And what I mean by the cross relationships, I want you, like, if you have a pen, a piece of paper, just write a cross on the, uh, on the paper. And that top part of the cross is um, basically where you have your mentors. This is the person, obviously, supposed to speak life into you. They're supposed to give you a constructive criticism. You know, what are you doing well, what you're not doing well, what some areas you can improve in, where your weaknesses, where your strengths, and really pour into you. And you can use, you can have multiple different mentors. Some can be a relationship mentor, some can be a career, somebody can be an entrepreneur, uh, somebody can be a spiritual mentor, whatever. But having those mentors that can really speak life into you um, at your current age is very, very huge. And then on the second part of the cross where you have the horizontal part is where I would feel like you have um, the people that you walk alongside with. So obviously, like for me, like, like Steph, thank the Lord, is a relationship mentor of mine that I can go to and ask questions and he can give me guidance. And a horizontal relationship, Hafiz will be a person that he can easily be a brother I walk alongside with where you can share experiences, where you can talk about the things you're going through. You know, how did you deal with this situation? What are your thoughts on, on discipline? What are your thoughts on this? What are your thoughts on that? So having those people that you can walk alongside with through life is what really men need to have because you're not supposed to experience life by yourself, especially if life is a marathon, not a sprint. You know, if you go through that, you're going to need people to really help you get there because it's, like, it's easy to just cut corners by yourself. But when you have people holding you accountable, um, definitely calling you out on things where you made mistakes and building you up, iron shopping iron. That's why uh, the people you hang out with, your, circle, your social circles are so very important because the people you're surrounded by would definitely rub off on you. And um, that's why I'd be thankful for Fee because Fee's taught me a lot in my life and he rubbed off on me in a lot of different ways. And then the bottom half, um, and this can be debatable when this can be or what group you can speak into 
or whatever, but the bottom half of the cross is the people that you can speak life into. These are your mentees, you know, like for a time, I still talk to my, my guys. Like I had some group of guys at, at U of H that was freshmen in, in college and I was a senior and I was telling like, hey, you need to take this kind of class. You need to do this. You need to do that. Join an organization. Get the best college experience that you can have because this is what I did and these are all the mistakes I made so you wouldn't have to do this. You know, so I think, you know, having people that pour into you have people that you can walk alongside with and have people that you can pour into is all three relationships I feel like every guy needs in their life. I love it. I think there was this quote that said, um, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, so choose wisely. Amen. 100% so, true. To that point. 100% true. I, people got to realize that's, that's how it's going to be. 100% true. My next one... I don't know what number we are, but we're going. Let me double check. Honestly, it's probably number, I don't know, number six? Yes. Sexual discipline is everything. Ooh. I, I think if, if, we're, if we're in Dragon Ball Z land, <laughs> having sexual discipline is when you go Super Saiyan. That's it. the next level of power. I love Super Saiyan, too. I remember watching Dragon Ball Z. To, so the sexual discipline is everything. Here's what that means. First thing, it's having the discipline to put down the porn because mm-hmm. that ruins a lot of people's lives. True. That is a habit that is the hardest to break, but it's something that you better, you, you, if you don't address it, your, your wife or your daughter is going to find out about it. Very true. And you think you're embarrassed now to talk about it. Well, wait till that moment. So the porn situation is so big for a lot of guys with the sexual discipline. Um, because like I said, it, 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 it's something where to me, something's always a problem when you can't not do it. When someone says I can't not like, it's crazy to me. Cause I think one thing I did, I think I did incorrectly in my, in my, uh, when I was writing, when I was younger was I used the word porn addiction to describe what I was going through. And I never had an addiction cause I never had a problem not doing it. I think I just equated doing it when I was younger as an addiction when it wasn't. I think that was one of my mistakes. But a lot of guys have a serious problem where they cannot not do it. And so my advice is obviously we have tons of resources to help you guys. If you need some books, I got some books. Um, there's, yeah, I got some. I know a real good book. Great. Uh, what was the name of the book? The name is uh, it's called Unwanted by Jay Springer. Springer. Jerry Springer? Jay. <laughs> Jesus Lord. <laughs> How how sexual brokenness reveals our ways to healing. So it's it goes from it goes I like it because it went from the past as far as like, you know, parents trauma, relationship trauma, and how it kind of develops into your pornography addiction and you know, all those things. And it's 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 really good Cool. Read. Let me go look it up. I might I might post that as the book of the month. No, no, I think I think it's really big. I think uh it's something where What's you it know, called? Unwanted what? Unwanted by Jay. Stringer, string. So it's S. Oh yeah, Stringer. At least said Springer. I said Stringer. You heard Springer. You wanted me talking about Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jerry. Cool, cool, cool. I think it's a and yeah. it's a real easy read too. It was oh, dope. Two hundred twenty-four pages, but it's a real easy read. Like it's one of those books when you once you get started, it's gonna be hard to put down. Okay, cool. Um, and so I think that's a great book. BetterHelp.com/slash/roommates. If you guys need additional counseling and therapy, um, definitely. And so my biggest thing is that a lot of guys have to master that um, sexual discipline because, like, you see so many guys 
ruin their lives. And it's funny, when, when people always have the marriage debate, the argument is always, a woman's going to leave you and take your money. Mm-hmm. If you were to look at millionaires and look at how many of their wives divorced them out of the blue and just took their money, I would argue that's a small... It's, it's, like, it's like being afraid of a plane crashing. Yeah, it's very small. It's very so, unlikely. It happens. Happen. Yeah, but it's very unlikely. But it's very unlikely, like, like Chris said, to happen. What you find out is you have the Jeff Bezos story. Mm-hmm. You have the Tiger Woods stories where guys have habitual years of cheating. Yeah. The girl gets embarrassed and embarrassed and embarrassed. And eventually what happens if you embarrass somebody enough, they want to embarrass you. Exactly. And they want to hurt you. Where it hurts. And every woman knows where it hurts the most is a man's penis. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> I mean, you can't throw the lob and not expect me to dunk it, bro. That was a great one. <laughs> you like that, that was a really good one. <laughs> that was a really good one. <laughs> that's my value to the show. <laughs> yeah, so the man's penis, and after his penis is his pocketbook. 100%. And so it's funny because they both started with feet. That's why I thought it was funny. <laughs> Come on, that's uh, our business, man. And so, she, so a woman wants to hurt you there. And so that's what it hits you at. And then after she kicks you in your balls, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. And so guys don't realize that if he if these millionaires and billionaires had sexual discipline, they wouldn't have lost half. 100%. Not saying a man should ever lose half. Yeah. I'm saying that it's a consequence of your taking back to point number one about account point number two about accountability, your fault. Yes. All you got to do is keep it in their pants, but they can't control themselves. They can't control themselves. So that's what happens. And the consequences, you end up losing your wife too yes. and half. Yes. And your children. And your children, most likely. And so to me... And your future money. And your future money. I remember... Never mind. Yeah. But we know, we know of stories of guys because of sex have lost so much. And it's like... One night mm. is it worth everything that you've ever cared for? But when you have no discipline, you don't even think that way. Because you're, yeah. you're so used to, I feel I do, I feel I do, I feel I do. Well, you, you run to what's comfortable. Exactly. And most, most likely it's a woman, pornography, strip club, whatever. That's yes. what most men run to. Yes. So that sexual discipline is your superpower. And also when it comes to women. Because I realize a lot of guys... Tolerate disrespect in women because they need sex. Yeah, they have they have the the vagina is power. Yes, so they just go through it, and I won't get sex anywhere else. I won't get my acceptance approval everywhere else. I won't get my comfortable comfort anywhere else. So I just deal with the bullshit of her just so I can go to Pound Town. Yes, and you're not really going to Pound Town. Going to like going more to Zombie Town because you're just laying there and being like, get it over with. Jeez, oh my god, could you imagine that being the I would literally leave. <laughs> you just gonna lay there like hurry up? Nah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Actually, you can hurry up. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. I could not have a, a wife, a girl that just just having sex just because it's her duty. She doesn't want it either. That's I'm. I feel sorry. I'm sorry if guys gotta go through yeah. that, man. Damn. Yeah. So I think about that, and. Um, so my biggest thing is that when you have sexual discipline, you have the power to leave. 
If she's giving me attitude, I don't need you. And a lot of women, you neutralize certain women when they know they don't hold sex over you. There's so many women who know they hold sex over a man's head and they know they have all the power. Yep. There's no woman who has the power over me. I don't need it. Yep. I'm good. Yep. I'm good, love. You Enjoy. Can buy, shout out to Future. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yeah, nah, that is huge. Knowing that you have the power to walk away. Yeah. Not saying you have like physically control over your yeah, woman, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying like you have the power to walk away because if she really feels like she runs relationships, she can control me yeah. through her vagina. Like she doesn't respect you, yeah, at all. Exactly. So now nah, you gotta have you gotta have the discipline enough to have that power to walk away from that situation. And sexual discipline is like building a wall. Yes. And when you build a wall, it takes consistency over time. Yes. Too many guys think I'm gonna get married. And that's why I'm gonna get disciplined. Yeah. Then I'm gonna take care of the porn. Yeah, that's why I'm gonna stop doing. Then I'm gonna settle. That's why I think, and we, you know, we want to talk about it at one point about the getting out of my system. Yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. hard to get habits out of the system by indulging in it. Yeah, and it's just stopping cold. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. Um, and so to me, I really, really think that's a man's superpower, um, his super strength. And when a man has that ability to do so. So my quick advice of doing so, obviously get the book that Chris recommended, but it's, I always say, give yourself easy wins. If you're a if you if you're a ground zero and you are a porn head, obviously read the book. <laughs> a porn head is Mark Driscoll made up that word. <laughs> if you're a ground zero, you're a porn head, you, you obviously read the book that Chris said. Obviously, you know, get the counsel, get the help and all that good stuff. But the first thing is that give yourself a day. And if you do and then after a day, throw your have a party. So like have like a little celebration, just one day, no porn celebration. Then two days, no porn. Like I'm talking about real life celebration. Yeah. Yeah. Live it up, turn up, do what you got to do. Have a great time. Maybe what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you do it so well sometimes. <laughs> then four, eight, 16. You know, you see where I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To eventually you have that year. You forget about it. Then you have that two. Then you then you've built a habit. Yeah, building the habit of not doing it. Yes, hundred percent. And the secret is, and this can go back to my later point, is when you fall, keep going. So it's not like, oh, I'm at day sixty eight and I fell. I gotta go back to day one. No, it's okay. Let's do it again. We went sixty seven days before. Yep. Let's do it again. You can do it again. 100%. You know what I mean? And so that's my advice about sexual discipline. And my advice on top of that is don't get a woman pregnant. Okay. It's not, it's, don't write, that's not on the list. Oh, okay. I, that's just like a subcategory. Oh. To me, uh, I, it's more important things than that. That's probably like number 15 or something like that. I really feel like... I think that should be on the list. You think it should be on the list? I definitely think that should be on the list. The next point is don't get a woman pregnant. The worst possible decision a single man can make in his life. Is, your your uh, children is a blessing, all that good stuff. Worst decision you ever made in your life. What's this, what? Is getting a woman pregnant. Worst, worst. I don't think it's anything worse. In my opinion, that's the worst thing that can happen to me today. Easily. At like, least, just, as for, it's, outside of life in prison. Agreed. Yes. I'm talking about just like physical things that I can do today. Is Yeah, if I get a woman pregnant, I'm on suicide watch. Somebody come find me because I'm not happy. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, I, I have literally... <sighs> 
I have seen literally destructions of one fighting for a kid. Um, of two is just all your money is gone. Just, it's, your money is not your money anymore. It's your family's money. Your son or daughter, twins, quadruple. No, whatever. no, no, no. It's the baby mother's money. Baby's mother's money. So all the money, all the hard work, the stuff that we talked about, all that stuff that we we're trying to do and help you guys out, all that's gone to the baby's mother. Yes. So more likely than not, you're gonna end up on child support. Yes. And you have to go through that. Or the child's gonna live with her and you have to give her the money to do the stuff for the child. Exactly. And then it's like it's her child. It is her child. It's her child. So yes. if she wanna move to Montana, guess what? She has the right to pick up and move to Montana. And you can't do nothing. Because it's her child. It's her child. Guess what? The money is still going over there. Yes, it will be. So I really feel like men getting women pregnant is probably top three reasons why men are not where they need to be today. Because mm-hmm. just the life that they want, the, the, the career that they want, you know, the, the money they can do with it, the community building, the, all that stuff. Your list of priorities goes to family, child, baby mama first. Mm-hmm. So all the resources that you most likely have, which probably not that much at this current stage, is all going to her. Mm-hmm. That's all. And, and like I said, if it's all going to her, you don't have time to do anything else. You don't have time to invest. You don't have time to give back to the community. You ain't got time to mentor anybody because you are only focusing on your responsibilities, which is your family or your baby mother or which is your son that you have. Some, some people got cuts of their sons. But it's just like... And then on top of that, you get multiple people pregnant. Hmm. Multiple. Mm-hmm. I heard it. So it's, it's, it's just... It's, 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 it's hard enough starting at zero, Hafiz. But now you want to start at negative 50 and then come to me and say, how can you do it? Mm-hmm. How can you help us? Huh? It's like, bro, you got to find a job that you can provide. And I'm not saying charge it to the game, but it's going to be really hard coming out of that. You got to either wait till the kids get of age where they can take care of themselves and then you can start some stuff. But you, like I said, once you put yourself in that deep hole of having a kid, you know, it's Dana. 16 to 18 years of just straight, that's what you have to worry about. After that, then you can try to start some stuff and make some stuff shake. Unless yeah. you have multiple kids and you got to add on top of the 16 to 18. Yeah. And, and, and this is a message that for, it's, it's a very, it seems very mean. It does, but it's the truth. But I wish more men would come out and talk about it so other guys won't do it. 100%. It is the worst decision you can make as a man. Worst. Worst. Yeah, you can't you can't take chances. You can't pick up a move anywhere. You know, like imagine if we all like we like we go into Dallas. Like I would have to worry real about quick, all that stuff. Real quick. For clarification. Don't get a woman pregnant that you're not married to. 100%. Can we just made it seem like oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Don't that you're it. not married to. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, Amen, yes, brother. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes, yes. Uh, I should have added that. I should yeah. That's on me. That's on me. I take responsibility, Hafiz. Yes. Cool. So, um, so yes, it, like you said, it, it deters a lot of guys. Um, and it just really knocks people out. I think the worst part is when dudes are just so young. Yep. You know, and they, and they get a girl's pregnant. It's just like, there goes his future. Yeah. And then they, because they... 
they're not thinking about it. the long game now is basically out the window. Yeah. So they're all only thinking about short term things. But for the for the men who unfortunately made that really bad decision, you are in a pretty big ditch. Yes. But you can still pull yourself out of it using what Chris said, having that mama mentality. 100%. Where, hey, I'm in negative 17 or negative 30. It is what it is. I got to get myself out. Yep. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. It's going to be crazy hard. But you can do it. But you can do it. You got to definitely, and I think you have to figure out unique ways to get out of that. So it's something where, I mean, it's a lot of things that men can do, job-wise, you know, career-wise, whatever, but you have to figure out a plan to do it. Just don't just like, I'm going to just work here and then just call it quits and call it good. I think that you have to put in extra amount of time and work to figure out, develop a plan and execute that plan to bring yourself out of it. Yes. You know, and some people, if you're happy in your position, more power to you, worry about other things. You know, just scratch yourself unless you ain't got to worry about it. Um, but I know for those that they feel like they are in a in a worse spot or in a negative position, you can see yourself out of it. Just give time and figure out how you can develop a plan to get yourself out of it. And if you are not in that position, wear condoms. <laughs> Do something. Like have sexual discipline, but if you are having sex, you wear condoms. I know fees don't want you to have sex, but I'm just saying, if you do have sex, you wear condoms. And you pull out while you're wearing condoms. That's a trick. <laughs> Thank you, Christopher for joining I'm just saying. I'm, just, I'm helping. I'm trying help. to help. Yes, yes, I'm trying yes, to help. help. You pull out while you're wearing the condom, fellas. I don't, don't want to hear none of that. She on the pill shit. I don't want to hear none of that. I've got the patch, arm patch. You ever heard that, fees? Mm-hmm. All that shit. I don't, don't trust none of it. Don't trust. You pull out. That's it. That's your life lesson for me. <laughs> <laughs> my next one is perseverance is key. I like it. My one of my favorite heroes and movies is Rocky. And I That's love a Rocky. Sensational example, Hafiz. I love Rocky because Rocky is a guy who gets knocked down, but he keeps on getting back up. If he dies, he, he dies. dies. <laughs> so my biggest thing, guys, is that like I said, in life you're gonna get knocked down. Hundred percent. I've always told my students, I said, everyone loses, not everyone's a loser. A loser is somebody who chooses to stay down. Uh, Someone who loses is someone who got knocked down. We all get knocked down. I'll be an Instagram quote. I like that. I like that. I like that. Everyone gets knocked down. Um, So I want guys to understand perseverance is key. Like like Baoku, until you die, there's hope. Until you take that last breath on planet Earth, there is hope. I like it. So that's just my advice, man. Like I said, guys, get knocked down, lose. I've, do you know how many times my bank account has been in zero before? And my man, mine, mine was the well, no, it happened last year too, but it happened again this year. So it's it's, it's, it's not a good feeling. It's not a good feeling. <laughs> I've good feeling. seen literally at least five different times go from. A couple thousand to zero. And zero meaning that there's no job, there's no money, there's nothing coming in. Ooh. Zero. Zero. You know? And, and and so that's life. Yeah. But you don't ever stay down. So perseverance is key, guys. Uh, yeah, man. I remember driving back from Atlanta. <laughs> and I, I made it to Louisville going back, going back to Indy. And I was trying to get gas and realized I had no money in my bank account. And it was five in the morning. And I'm stuck in Louisville. <laughs> Just stuck. I'm like, uh, sister, can you help me? I'm just trying to get home at this point. Oh, man. Yeah, definitely got to persevere. My last one is um, 
is, what is it? It was on the tip of my head. Oh, yeah. Don't regret not doing something. And I think that video that you sent me from uh, Valuetainment really spoke life into me. I think that was really, really big. And I feel like, I don't know how we can test that. I don't know what we can do. But um, I think that people definitely need to understand that, you know, if you want to do something, no matter what, you, you, and also a part of life, you're going to upset your parents. You're probably going to accept your, your significant other, wife, whatever. Um, you're going to, your friends are not going to understand you. You, there's no way y'all can do this. You're not good enough. You know, it's going to take too long. You're going to fail. It's a waste of time. You're going to hear all that stuff. But do not regret not doing something. If you want to start a business, eventually do that. If you want to freaking, you know, play pro ball somewhere, you ain't got to be in the NBA. You can still play pro ball somewhere. Go out and do that. So I don't, I don't want people just looking back in life and realizing like, man, like, I wish I would have did this instead of, you know, doing that. Or I wish I would have, you know, went for this career instead of trying to make my wife happy. You know, something where it's like that, where you have to realize, like, this is your life. You are in control of it. Do not regret not doing something because you will become bitter, angry. And, you know, what's the word he was using in the video? Um, it's not bitter. It's a bitter old man. I think so. It's a bitter. Yeah. You don't want to be bitter in the, yeah. at, at, the, at, the, at the end of your life and why. And why, you know, some people are just angry and frustrated and realize that, you know, life is just so terrible. They didn't do what they wanted to do. They let obstacles get in the way. They, let, they made some bad decisions, you know, all these things. Um, so we have to make sure that we do the things that we want to do in this life and don't regret anything. I agree. I agree. Um, last one, Fee. It's got to be good. The last one is cliche, but it's, it's a real one. And that one is lean on God. And, and, and to, I was going to put God first in my last one to, if it wasn't there, but go ahead. And, and here's why. I love it. And like I said, this is, not, this is a cliche one in, in a very, if you, from a very feminized Christian um, grandma perspective, but yes. in a very uh, masculine, direct, it's a big one. Mm-hmm. Because when you're walking through life, there comes a time you don't know. Agreed. There comes a time our feet doesn't know. Your mom doesn't know. Your mentor doesn't know. Your wife doesn't know. No one knows. And all you have is a prayer. It's all you have. All you have is a prayer to God that I've always said. I said, God, I don't know. I'm going in the right path. If I'm going in the wrong direction, Lead me to the right path. But if not, be with me where I'm going. Amen. I love it. Just be with me where I'm going. You guys are going to steal this, but I'm going to give it to you. The life verse for the Baoku family moving forward is in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9, right before the people of Israel. Sorry. The people of Israel have been in the wilderness for, I believe, 80 years, going in circles, and they're about to enter into the promised land. And Joshua tells the people, here we go. Be strong and courageous. Love it. Do not be afraid. Mm. Do not be dismayed. Mm. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so there's this, that's why that spiritual component of masculinity is important because you have to have something greater than yourself that you lean to for strength. 
if the most powerful person in this room is you, you 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 finna get knocked out by Goliath. You're only you're only you're so limited. If the smartest person in this room is your brain, shoot, you're limited. So leaning on God keeps you in a constant state of humility where it's like, yo, God, I need your help. And like I said, man, when you die, then you're like, yo, God, I asked for help. I know, I know I called a friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I know I've done everything right when I come before you. My thing come before God with your chest up, being like, where were you at, dude? <laughs> Not saying that. No, don't do that. But I'm saying the humility of God, I I depended upon you for everything. And so a lot of you guys won't be able to pay for the sessions. A lot of you guys may not be able to um, reach or access Chris. You may not be able to, you know, get these books and, and get a mentor in a timely manner. But every human male on this planet has an ability to communicate with God and to just talk to him and say, I need help. I don't know where I'm going. I know I'm going. I'm walking in this direction right now. Put me on the right path. And if not, just be with me wherever I go. Amen. And and I so, think that's so big. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that's so big, man. Yeah. I think, and God can be a lot of things. You know, I know, I, I mean, one of my uh, biggest, uh, closest friends that I had, especially in college, you know, he did not have the privilege of having a father. Mm-hmm. But, you know, during his walk with uh, with God, um, you know, during our, us being disciples together, he was like, God is the best father that I could always, that I can, I can ask for. Mm-hmm. So God could be in so many different things. Like you say, you can definitely lean on him for when you don't understand it. You can be strong and be courageous and know that God is is with you. He's going to always be there. But he can also be that, that father figure in your life that you wish you had or you long for. He could be the comfort that you... Um, wish you that you have and you ain't got to get from porn you ain't got to get from women you know he can be so many different things and I feel like you know that is the huge foundation that guys always need to have is you know definitely put God first and lean on God because you know life will throw us it's only so much of you know discipline it's only so much of you know mama mentality it's almost so much of positive thinking where you you gonna look to your left and right. You be like, I don't have no answer. I have no way of knowing anything, and all you're gonna have is to be able to play to communicate with God through prayer, meditation, however, worship, whatever you want to do. So I think that is very, very huge because it's one thing that to hear from Hafiz and I or hear from a mentor, and may not, you know, it may resonate, uh, resonate, it may not, but getting it from God that would give you so much more than what we can give you because that is your spiritual father. That is somebody that you can lean on to. That's somebody that loves you, cares for you, all those things. So I definitely think that we have to, all men should lean on God for sure. So one more time, guys, the 10 things we feel like every man should know that we've learned in our life is know your identity, Mm. take responsibility, have the mama mentality, put the work in. Life is a marathon, not a sprint. Amen. You need a cross relationship. Sexual discipline is everything. Ooh. Don't get a woman pregnant. If she's not your wife. If she's not your wife. Perseverance is key. Yes. Don't regret not doing and lean on God. That's a really good list, Feast. Uh, That's a really good list, man. It's a really good list, man. Anything you got in closing? Nah, man. I just hope 
you know, guys can definitely take this podcast. You know, hopefully they um, get the help they want. If it's do better help, if it's through uh, Patreon, you know, whatever. You know, I think that, you know, we are here to definitely be used as a tool to make sure guys can get to where they want to be in life. Um, so definitely use us, you know. So I think, you know, thank you for, you know, the, the podcast, you know, all the stuff that you've been doing is just really, it's been really, really good work. So I'm excited to see what, you know, this podcast does and the Patreon and our team does moving forward, you know, the sky's to the limit and see what God takes us, brother. So guys, as always, guys, patreon.com slash roommates, you get the manhood course, fitness course, identity course, and obviously the healing course. And obviously you get to link up with so many like-minded brothers around the country and around the world who are trying to level up, put in the work in, and become the best version of themselves physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially. My name is Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. We are the roommates, and we're out.